Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ask Your Best Friend. If you're new here, my name is Gabriela, and today I wanted to chat with you about red flags and why you shouldn't ignore them. So I think we have all heard of red flags. It's a term that we hear nowadays, like more than ever. We kind of know what they are, but do you out there really know their importance and why you shouldn't ignore them? Because literally, I can talk from my own experience about why it is so important to not ignore those dirty flags. And in my own experience, they ended up being the reason why I ended a previous relationship. So you've probably heard of that kind of reasoning that red flags at the beginning of a relationship should be taken very care of and you should really notice them and be aware of. And most people kind of like end their relationship because of those red flags at the end of the day. So perhaps you are currently seeing someone right now or you are on your own journey of evolving yourself and are ready to get yourself into the dating scene. So get yourself a coffee or a tea, get cozy and let's dig into episode number two. I hope this episode provides you with the best value and that you can learn from my experience. Are you ready? So everyone, let's get this started. And first of all, I want to start like what actually a red flag is. And I'm just, I kind of like Googled this and there are two definitions that I found out. One kind of like the general one and one when it comes to dating. So the general one that I found was the term red flag is a metaphor. It is generally used as a warning or a cause for concern that there is a problem with a certain situation. And a dating red flag is a warning sign that appears during a date that could indicate a problem, miscommunication, or challenge in the future. And here I have some examples of dating red flags. That could be ghosting. That could be if someone is playing games with you and letting you wait or guess all the time. It could be mind games. It could be talking only about themselves all the time withholding affection, avoiding difficult conversations, gossiping about their exes, being very mysterious, or playing hot and cold. And I think these are just some examples, and we could probably add so many examples to this list, but this is for you just to have a little bit of an understanding of what this could be or might feel like. So now, the moment of the moments has come, and appeared it's the moment of the moments it's gonna get juicy you're gonna get some information from me and i'm gonna put myself very vulnerable because i wanted to talk about my experience to give you the best value and so you can learn from me so hello to everyone out there whoever is listening right now wherever you might be this is my story so i was living abroad and I decided to install the wonderful dating app called Tinder. Yes, we have all heard of it. At that time, I had never really used this app before. So it was just super exciting and kind of fun. It was like a game that made you very obsessed. Because you get kind of like an external validation. And I can speak for myself that at that time of my life, it did make me feel good about myself. And who doesn't like, at a certain stage, a little bit of external validation? Anyways, I then matched with someone who I thought had a very colorful and nice profile. I guess I liked his description more. 
He made the first move, and I responded to him. It felt like we had a lot in common and had written a lot to each other, until he wanted to do FaceTime with me. I was very, very nervous about it because FaceTiming with someone definitely puts you in a very vulnerable position. And I think like if I call with someone just on the telephone, just in general, I can express myself much, much better and just be more free than actually looking to someone in their eyes because that is just more personal and very intimate. So what I was trying to say is that uh, for me personally, a phone call is the first best step because it just gives me the safe space. And I think um, that a video call is just more intimate and kind of not so safe for me because I do get distracted by certain movements or emotions that is at least how I operate as a person. And I think for me, a phone call just gives me a little bit of more freedom and more space to express myself a little bit more differently and it's also a little bit less vulnerable because i do not reveal everything directly so i guess some people can relate to that and coming back to the story um it happened then that we had a facetime and i was very nervous about it but when and i went with it so i just did it um so looking at it from my perspective and mindset mindset now it was definitely all too much and this uh, person was love bombing me to the extreme so time passed and we became a couple and it was fine at the beginning but the more time i spent with that person the more i realized that we weren't on the same page and as a person i am all about maintaining peace and harmony in life and what i personally mean with maintaining peace and harmony in life is more like I am clear in my communication, I'm very transparent about it, I'm very confrontational, but I do find it very important to have like discussions in healthy ways, in friendly and respectful ways, but still have afterwards like peace and that we are like okay that both sides are spoken out and we both agree to someone that both parties are both like satisfied. So I guess I'm very fair when it comes to that. So that's kind of like what I meant with that. So as there were stuff coming up that were like bothering me, because like when you live with someone, you just get to know them the best way. And that's also another thing that I wanted to say. Like if you're dating someone and you're going on these fancy, beautiful dates, like nothing bad about them. But I think like the if you really want to know someone really raw and really pure and really real, you have to live with them. That's my opinion. That's just That's just facts for me. You want to know someone live with them or spend a lot of time with them or just do life with them that's how you get to know someone real because even if someone presents themselves in the best way ever at a certain time they just cannot so keep that in mind so i was saying this person was love bombing me we were just not on the same page and as a person i told you guys i'm really all about maintaining peace and harmony those values are really important for me so there was were different stuff that were just bothering me and I'm very confrontational and um, my then partner unfortunately didn't really care about my concerns so since I wasn't the, in the best state at that time in my life it ended up with me just accepting that just accepting that situation that bare minimum or even lower <laughs> which always became a much much bigger thing and that became such a much much bigger thing 
you all out there because I was not being honest to myself and because I was accepting values that were not aligning with my person and I was just accepting that and I could have like done something but since my self-worth was very low at that time I just accepted that and that's very very wrong to do for yourself and that's very unhealthy so when it comes to red flags since that is the topic of today's episode and why you should not ignore them I kind of like in this example told you guys that I was in a situation where I faced lots of red flags and I just accepted them and of course I take responsibility for the situation I was in but I accepted it because of my self-worth and how I saw myself and how I put myself in a much much lower situation and position because I just thought I was not worthy of love and everything but like it's so important that if you spot something it's good to just communicate it and confront it for you to be happy otherwise i guess like lots of women we do tend to analyze or to google then all of these opinions are then summarized and um they're adding up to your brain and your situation and of course most people that love and care for you will be on your side and there will be for sure some people that have neutral opinions about it because at the end of the day it's good to see both sides and listen to both parties but like it's your life and nobody like if you're in a relationship nobody will ever experience the person like you experience them so and you of course have to make your own opinion and you have to decide for yourself because nobody's going to go that path with you and you have to live that path by yourself and I think like if you have like red flags and you're spotting them and you have to confront that person and talk with them and of course love and being attracted to someone physically is one thing and it's really beautiful but if you're not on the same page and you don't have similar values then I, I personally out of my experience I don't think that's very long term. I think having similar same lifestyle goals and goals and values it's crucial that is just crucial for a long lasting and sustainable relationship so i do find it extremely important to have a transparent and good communication and hit that like button and subscribe to my channel if you agree with this because you have to be on the same page and communication is everything the more transparent it is the better because I think that's just very important to reveal yourself, be yourself, be able to be yourself and confront someone because it's not just only roses and daisies, it's also sometimes just confrontation and just talking about those challenges in life because you do want to be happy in a relationship. The relationship should add you value, it should make you feel better and not insecure or anxious and if you get vulnerable and you do express that with your partner and they don't have that emotional intelligence or lack that empathy and they don't at least meet you in the middle middle or listen to you very well i guess that's a very very big red flag a big sign for me like sos is screaming and yeah i find it important to have a transparent and good communication and i'm also very solution and peacemaking oriented so Engage, engaging with someone who didn't bother or slightly put like 
any kind of effort in our relationship at that time was really the worst for me. It was very, very frustrating. But as I said, that was a different stage of my life. And it's not that I have everything figured out, but I'm definitely in a much better and much healthier and stable journey now with myself. But of course, we all have to. And I have to still learn a lot, which I definitely love about the journey of life. So coming back to the story is that um, I was in a relationship. It was very fresh. I have noticed some stuff that were bothering me. And for me, they were just not okay because um, those stuff that were just adding up were just not aligning with my values. And my then time partner and me were just not on the same page. So I confronted him and um, we just never met in the middle. Um, it was it ended up me meeting that person in the middle or going towards him because at that time I just did not value myself so much. I was not in that much healthier and good state where I just had healthy boundaries and said to myself, no, this is definitely unacceptable, unacceptable and just a big, big no-go. It's a big red flag for me. It's a non-negotiable. I like you and everything, but this is not going to work because I'm not here to change you and you should not change me. We are the best we are. We are the way we are. And if we want to change, I can change, but it's like my inner choice. And if you want to change, you have to do that for yourself because you find a big reasoning to do that. And I did not want to change anyone. But I just accepted it at that time because I guess I just lacked a lot of self-worth and just felt very small and I did not want to be alone. And of course, there was a lot of emotions involved in this and there was love. But I think at that time, a healthier version of me would have said no. I wish you all the best. I enjoyed this time, but I just don't think I can do this or I know that I can't do this because we're just not on the same page and this is just not sustainable for me neither for you so I guess this as I said this would have been the situation and the moment to really leave and looking back at it this was really one of the biggest challenges to be strong and end that chapter in my life and I can definitely say now that that relationship has taught me so much about myself and was at the end of the day so rewarding it was rewarding because I have recognized that I don't want to change myself for anyone. Because once we are clear about what we want and what our non-negotiables are, that it is simply a waste of time to spend time with that person. Like why would you be in a relationship, let alone marry someone that doesn't want the same things like you? If she wants, for example, children and he doesn't want them like at all, that is just something we can't change and we have to just respect that and learn to accept and i also have to add that at the beginning of getting to know someone most people tend to sell themselves the best way obviously i mean the opposite of love is rejection so it is hurtful to be rejected and in nowadays world and society and the dating world it's it's not very it's it's challenging i would say putting yourself out there, meeting someone, and just doing this all over again, and it's very repetitive. So, yeah, 
Um, so to me, the best way to get to know someone, as I said, and the most raw and real version is to live with them or simply do life with them. Yeah. And um, if you have certain genuine intentions with someone and desire a loving relationship, the only way is really, really to get to know them for real in real life. And I want you out there, beautiful people, to understand that this life is beautiful, full of opportunities, and you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be treated well. And you deserve to have that what you want, whatever you want, whatever is important for you. And I think before stepping into like any kind of commitment and relationship, is that you define for yourself what is important for you, what your non-negotiables are. And I personally trust my gut feeling and my intuition. I think I have a really strong one and I do believe that if you are in a very healthy state of mind and in your feminine power as a woman, that you are connected to you and that's one of your biggest strengths, being a woman. So besides that, um, no matter how you identify yourself, is that you really are dishonest to yourself. And even if that person is a bomb and that person is for you a 10 out of 10, but if you have to change yourself for someone, if you have all the time a weird feeling, you feel like anxious or just uncomfortable with that person, even in their presence, um, I don't think that's good. Even if other factors are really great, but I think you should really watch out for that. And I think most of us, we do notice that. We notice that when we're dating someone, when someone makes us feel uncomfortable. And even if you do not have the answer for that, you should just really watch out for that and just be honest to yourself. Because at the end of the day, depending on what you want, you want to be happy. At least that's what I want from you, for you out there, whoever is listening. is, And that's what you deserve. Um, but yeah, just be honest to yourself, know what you want, what your values are, what your non-negotiables are, and to really talk to that person and just to confront. Um, and as I said, the best way to get to know someone is really being with them and spending a lot of, lot of time with them to see them in their most purest and rawest ways. And we are all not perfect and that's, that's just great because I personally do not want to be perfect and I think... I am the way I am and um, of course I want to still learn and I, I want to evolve and I want to grow but like I cert certainly have certain traits but that makes me Gabriela and that makes me who I am but what I want to say is like if you are finding yourself in a situation and in, uh, in a relationship or commitment and you are getting yourself vulnerable so you're really talking about stuff that are maybe making you feel uncomfortable and bring you a lot of, or it takes a lot of courage to confront these stuff to someone because you are scared of their reaction and for example that person makes you feel uncomfortable or are punishing you for you actually being vulnerable then I think that's also a huge red flag and you should be careful for that but in general it's like just be honest to yourself and speak up and speak up for yourself because you do deserve to be loved you do deserve all of that great stuff whatever you want in a relationship whatever is important for you and and how you define to have a happy relationship but like i think if you just can just be yourself and you can even grow with that person that's awesome if i think your partner 
is mature and they are really genuinely full of love listening to you it's not that they have to agree to it but if you both find like a compromise where you both are satisfied and if you both confronted a wound or a, a very sensitive topic that maybe makes you feel insecure or uncomfortable but you both solved it together in a very constructive loving and respectful way that's really great and that's what you should look for and aim for in a relationship so i hope that i can definitely answer that question like why you actually should not ignore red flags and the why is you should not ignore red flags because they don't do you any good because you deserve to be loved and you deserve just the best of the best and by you actually ignoring those signs and those red flags has something to do with you and in the state that you are in life that's my opinion i can talk about myself again of my experience at that time i just did not value myself i did not have healthy boundaries i did not see myself worthy of love and i was just trying to please everyone in my surrounding at that time so i do take full responsibility that it was kind of my fault that i got myself into that and that i accepted that because that just had to do it just had to do with every the whole state of my whole being at that time so ignoring the red flags is just not sustainable it wasn't sustainable for me and i don't think it will be sustainable for you if you find yourself in a situation right now that you are seeing someone or you do want to be loved in the future and you want a relationship where you want to get married in life i think how you actually stop ignoring those red flags has a lot to do with you so that means like i think the best tip that i can give you is to go inside of yourself to understand how you function as a wo woman as a man as a person to really treat yourself the best way to know your values, to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. What are your non-negotiables? What values do you aim for in life? What values are important for you? Like loyalty, trust. Are you a person that wants family in the future? Is that something that you really, really want? For example, if that's something that you want and you're meeting someone and everything's perfect, but they just don't want that, then, you know, you should not like just delete that out of your system and suddenly don't want that anymore for yourself because then you are lying to yourself just to please that other person and that is not sustainable on the long run you're putting yourself back and you have to put yourself first you have to love yourself respect yourself know who you are and that's a journey and every single day you have to work on yourself and perhaps you want to integrate self-love methods or affirmations or work out just for you to feel the best way ever in your life because you do deserve to be loved and treated the best way ever. So how you stop ignoring those red flags is taking care of yourself and putting your, yourself always first and knowing what your absolute no-goes are and non-negotiables and to have very, very healthy boundaries. Because having healthy boundaries means that you love yourself and that you respect yourself a lot. And for those people out there who have a little bit of a hard time 
to actually identifying red flags or not really noticing them, I think that's that's fine and you can still dig in into the whole topic and just make your own research or listen to other podcasts to help you out. But I think one of the most important ones is how that person makes you feel. Is it more like that person makes you feel good or not? Like, does it feel the situation? Does that energy feel like off or kind of weird? Do you feel like anxious or like something in your stomach but more towards the unhealthy way? I think that that's also something that you can look out after for. And I think at the end of the day, it always comes back to self-love. And we are all energies. So remember, wherever you are in whatever situation you are and whatever energy you are swimming in, that is exactly what you will attract. And most of us kind of like we could write a huge list of what we want in a person. But why don't you just turn that around and become that person? Because I do highly believe that when you become that person, that is exactly what you will attract in your life. And that is what you do deserve. So with that being said, this episode number two, red flags and why you shouldn't ignore them has come to an end. I hope that this episode has definitely provided you lots of lots of, of value and that your question got answered why you shouldn't ignore red flags. Thank you so much for listening. Whoever you are and wherever you come from, I really highly appreciate you. Share this with your friends. Share this on social media. Give it a like on Spotify or review it. I would really highly appreciate that. So thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for the coming episodes.